0: You should seeочка! This is an easy transition system, it'll still be
1: And welcome back to the ATI Podcast. Barrett here. We've got Josh. And we're on site at the Spectrum Record Lounge down here in Cape. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing good, yeah, man. Business owners?
2: Travis Tyson. Parker Bond.
1: And we found out about you guys. You guys have been open close to a year now. On Is that about right? Okay. The As of Tuesday. year. Tuesday, wow. So, uh... <laughs> I know that we kind of found out about you at least referral through a mutual friend that we had, uh, Zach Beery. He had mentioned that you guys were opening up a record store down here. So Ridge came down and scouted you guys out from Waxing On, everybody knows, and Jake, his brother. And uh, so we got the referral, and I was seeing a spine doctor down here, so I stopped in here a few times. Picked up a few cool little finds. That's where I got my uh, Fugazi tape. and. Yeah. Uh, some George Carlin comedy that's tape and stuff. So, so, yeah, Very pleased with <laughs> yeah. those purchases, without question. And right away, noticed the vibe, the atmosphere here, and really enjoyed it. Sweet. I was just kind of curious, like, what was the idea of getting the record store together and, and that sort of thing for you guys?
2: So, I a you know, long-time collector of music. Obsessive, almost, probably. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love alcohol. So, <laughs> 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 so that's I was nice. like, well, that's the two things I know the most about. And Parker and I had been working on a, a wine, wine and liquor store here in town, and he just became one of my best buds and i'd always wanted to do something like this and finally i was like fuck it and I, I was talking to my wife and we talked it out and she was like you should do the calling i just called him i was like hey man we should open a record store that has a bar inside of it and he was like you either ask the right
3: person or the wrong
1: person <laughs> <laughs> did he give me reasons why or was it, well, it was just, just like the it's, joke? yeah it's
3: it's yes yeah. yeah so if it's good or bad in the end then you either called the right guy or the wrong guy. I, I, gotcha. in, you know? I, gotcha. I
4: got you. I got you. I was actually—it
3: was my wife's grandmother's birthday that day, and I, I was—we had just pulled into the Red Lobster parking lot here in Cape because that's where Grandma wanted to eat. And Travis called me. And it was like kind of a serious phone call. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on, dude? I have this idea." So that's kind of how—that's where like it really took off from was that moment. Very a couple cool. Years ago now. Almost two years. Almost ago. two years ago,
1: yeah. So I would assume you guys were vinyl collectors prior to opening the store, of course. So you, you guys already had that bug. Uh, are you guys musicians as well, or playing music uh, I am.
3: Yes, I play okay. in a couple bands locally. Community Sadness. Okay. Shameless plug there. Um, yeah, go for it. No <laughs> go for it. Let's and do it. then uh, me and one of my buddies, we have a side project from that yeah. band called Versace Moped
1: okay versace moped like yeah, that i like that yeah That's awesome <laughs> i have
2: two guitars but i'm terrible so, <laughs> that's hey, like me I, uh, you know <laughs> i'm like, the same way i could play a kink song when i'm drinking or, but right. mostly i'm like i will never write a song or like play as well as the people that i listen to every day right yeah so
1: hey, the same way. <laughs> it's all right too <laughs> yeah the thing i noticed right away whenever i came into here was the vibe kind of the interior decor i could tell you guys were fans of music fans of a lot of music that I liked in particular, like seeing things on the wall like, you know, Ty gall flyers and, and things of that ilk, you know, so I knew you guys were a little bit on the fringe of like the more indie or obscure types of picks. But then you have some classics to me. Like, for example, you come in and see Cure Pornography available for purchase up on the wall. You got Motorhead as well. Just a lot of selection here. Uh, And then there's a little bit more of deep dive stuff. So I I already mentioned it. You know, I I found a classic for myself here. So you guys got a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Would you attribute that to your personal taste being eclectic or just kind of knowing that that's what you need to have in a record store?
3: I think that a lot of the, you know, the more like fringe stuff you're talking about, that definitely comes from our collective music taste. I think Mm -hmm. the whole store, like our employees as well, because... know we're all into different stuff and we're all kind of out there you know sure right different areas of music and and then it's also just knowing that like there's tons of classics out there that your general population is going to look at and be like oh I love this album right maybe I should buy this yeah If you know, we don't have Fleetwood Mac rumors on the shelf to sell,
2: that would be a terrible business <laughs> decision. Yeah, but for sure. for sure. Also, a terrible business decision is maybe
3: having this wild black metal on the shelf. I don't know.
2: I don't know.
1: You're <laughs> to talking to the right crowd for that one. Yeah, you're, uh,
3: <laughs> you know, we sell everything from Taylor Swift to uh, Morbid Angel. To
0: Morbid so. Angel. <laughs> Angel, yeah. And free Jazz.
3: We sell a lot of interest. I was a shocked
2: about the things that we were selling. I was like, yeah. I want to stock this stuff because I like it. I listen to this stuff. We're going to probably be playing it in here. Sure. And we should have it. And then we started selling these jazz records and these Jamaican records and all these other things we're into. And we we're like, okay, this is
1: fun. <laughs> how, how do you guys feel that that variety that you bring is being received? Is inventory moving or is it sitting on the shelves? Are you guys seeing people come in here with kind of similar comments to me? Like, I can't believe you have those? I think, A lot
3: of that. Yeah, yeah. I think we've yeah. probably turned over the amount of inventory we have in the store right now
1: one time, at, at least. least. Okay. Yeah, At used yeah. to. Which is
3: surprising. We have sold way more records than I ever... I think we'd sell some, but not like... So. Yeah, when we initially got into this, we were like, you know, we want to open a record store. It was like, that was really the main goal is the record store is to be able to have a record store in Cape in downtown. And uh, because there's been other ones, you know, that have like come and gone through the years. You know, PMAC was like the legendary right. music mm-hmm. store in Cape. Broadway Music was an older one, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's, it's no longer, so... So we kind of got in this at a point when there wasn't a music store in Cape. And there hasn't been one downtown in a long time. And we were like, we're gonna do this we're gonna do it downtown. But then also can a record store sustain itself, you know, it's right. on its own, oh, you know? Maybe not unless you're in the city. Right. Sure. Right. So, sure. And,
1: uh, so that's where the bar piece mm-hmm, yeah. came, came into the And point so we thought
3: that the you know, the bar would be like an overwhelmingly large driver of our business, but the records do have done way more than we thought. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Very I mean, yeah. I'd love to prob- see that. Probably 40% of our business where we thought maybe 25, 20, Yeah, you know, yeah. like sell some. It's cool. It's a
3: working decoration over there.
0: Sure. Yeah. And
3: it's a, you know, it's the combination of both things too. I think make it work as well that, you know, we sell that many records because there are people in here to come have drinks and they're like, Oh, I'll go take a look over here. It might be someone who's like, we've had several people who like, are buying records and they don't even have turntables yet, but they're like, I'm yeah. Gonna, and now I'm looking for a turntable, or like you know, vice versa. Yeah. Or, you know, I just got a
5: record player, or I have one in a closet somewhere. I'm gonna go get sure. my dad set up. You know. Yeah, it's like that physical media fires being reset. I it love is, to see yeah. it. see awesome. kids buying like sixteen-year-old kids buying CDs, and
2: I'm like, I didn't guess that. It's one. incredible, right? It's yeah. super cool. I yeah. guess you know they can go over there and buy a cool CD for five bucks. Right. You know, and right. And then have this thing, right, that they can listen to. Them, yeah. Which yeah. we got away from that for
0: a while. And. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I remember the days of going to uh, Walmart because we lived in a rural area. That's about the only place you could buy anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they even had like cassette singles back then. You yeah. Know, so that's kind of dating ourselves, okay. but it's I not really a thing anymore. But yeah. So cool. No a the, single. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. I've a actually <laughs> come across some good
1: finds and Goodwills and stuff with those sometimes, but yeah, it's it's rare. You don't see that sort of thing anymore. But I think that that's just kind of. To circle back is kind of speaks to the environment that you guys are kind of breeding here. Like, my first impressions when I came in here was like, This is kind of like a cool, like niche, like Chicago, like dungeon bar almost, kind yeah. of just the interior decor initially. And then, That's
3: exactly what we
2: wanted it to be like a basement. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Of, yeah. yeah, well, we'll very cool. That later.
1: Yeah, so and then again, that kind of feeds into some other things. Like, in our experiences, our listeners know that we all have have been in bands or in bands as well. And so like basement shows and that type of thing, that's typically been our favorite type of shows to play just because of the energy that comes oh, with yeah. that and everybody being packed in so close and it's so much more intimate. And again, I think you're kind of touching on that nostalgia here uh, with what you guys have. And uh, another thing I noticed right away too, of course, is the uh, no request policy behind the bar. So I got to <laughs> ask you guys about where that came into play. Was that proactive or is that something that you felt like, yeah, uh, is there an incident that led to that or what, what happened there? I think right out the gate, it was
2: like, I'm not, a jukebox, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And, so, and, and the people, yeah. like, the first day were, were like, can you play this, this, and then and I'm like, oh, dang, I brought all these records to listen to. It's like
3: the opening day. I'm like, no. Dude. Yeah. 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 Um, and one of the primary reasons uh, for opening a business that we're working at most days is that we get to pick the music. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then, for sure. We well, are hard
2: in here. We should be listening all the That's right. <laughs> yeah. For sure.
3: The uh, the no request sign, though, was a late addition to the back bar. it Gotcha. Had, uh, that what that did happen after a gentleman who came in and was just really feverent about requesting music. I mean, yeah, you know we had told him several times, like, "Hey, man, we're just, you know, that's not what we do here. We don't <laughs> requests. Just, you know, it's a record store. We just play cool stuff. And, and, you know, you might hear something that you want to hear. You might hear something that you've never heard before. It's just kind of how it goes." And he was just really pushing the button on it, did or the envelope. Yeah. you know it's just like. Like, oh, well, y'all should play this, y'all should play that. And so finally I ended up, just walked away and made a sign. And, <laughs> and put it up, in front front of it up <laughs> in front of him <laughs> just to really drive the point home. Right, right. And I think he got it after that, so.
1: Well, we're not talking out of school here, you know, because he did it in front of the man at least. So yeah, there <laughs> oh, you go. Know, but
2: I think it's important to like – If somebody walked in here and we're just playing the Eagles, well, everybody can turn on their radio and hear the Eagles, but can they hear the clean? I don't know. Probably not. So, to maybe introduce people into new new music, or so And it happens a lot here, too. A lot. What are you
3: playing?
1: What is that like
3: that? Do you have a copy of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, to me, when I was younger, whenever I fantasized about working in record stores and stuff like we had a record store in the Farmington area called Coast to Coast that I just thought, oh, man, whenever I grow up, I want to work here like I want that to be my job. Like you fantasize about what you're going to play when you work there to expose people to new music and get them into things and maybe develop friendships or routine customers even. You don't have to go that deep. But I think that kind of, again, back to what you guys are touching on here is that's probably an element of it, too, right?
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely say that i'm one of those people and i feel like travis is also like this is that uh not necessarily like bad music pains me but when i have to listen to something that i that is just un- uncomfortable to listen to sure it uh it hurts it affects my I whole hate- body i feel like yeah feel like, like
2: if i can i say something yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah you're free run free
2: you know like i'm not gonna put
3: a grateful dead album on in here i feel like. If I don't, I don't, wouldn't
0: it's be not your
1: bag. With that.
3: It's
0: yeah. not my thing.
3: Yeah, I right. know people right. love it, but like yeah. I couldn't be like. Yeah, and it, it says it's nothing. It's anybody who likes a certain type of music yeah. or anything. But I think also one of the biggest things that's important to me in the shop. And we talked about this at a little like seminar thing we did recently. Mm-hmm. Is like the direct injection of our personalities into this place
2: sure.
4: is
3: huge to us. And,
2: and that's like, what's made feel authentic to people. And like, right, like, oh, this is this real thing that's happening yeah. here. You know, not yeah. like. Two dudes are like, "Well, we should open the record store, but no, oh, we we're should play super. The Grateful
3: Dead' because people like that. We right. should do this because right. that's what's going to get the customers in here, right. but, you know. Right. I mean, we are marketing; we're running a business, you know. But you know, we want you to have an authentic experience with the people who work here. And if they're just playing stuff because it's something that they know, because it's top forty but, or, like, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just not their bag, then you are going to know. It's like, right? right? I feel like most people know when something is inauthentic. I do, like when I walk yeah, in, when I walk definitely. into somewhere and I am like, like this is weird. Like this is, I feel like they're doing a lot to try to engage me and they're missing definitely because i feel like i'm talking to an ad or something yeah and not like a person right yeah it's kind of like
1: a vectless creature you know it's like you know (laughs) it's got no soul behind it but that's kind of like you know twofold here the band aspect of it of course you know uh, i talked about this on a recent podcast that you know there was a period of time in my life that i was playing things that perhaps I felt other people wanted to hear versus what I wanted, what wanted to, play, to play, right? Yeah. So I this kind like of America's lends to that for sure. Musicians, I feel like everyone goes through that yeah. type of phase. And then secondarily, that's the small business piece, though. It's like that's the small business experience is you want to come in and you want to experience people's personal interests and in that sort of thing. You know, it adds character. It adds personality. It adds another layer to the experience that you're going to have in a mom and pop shop like this for sure. Yeah. I, I was I, I can say is you guys hit a home run the first time I came in here and I started thumbing through what selection you had. And, you know, I think another pick that I got, again, to speak to the variety that you guys have here was the Seager Ross parentheses album. That's one of my all time favorite oh, yeah. bands, even though I kind of live in the heavy music hemisphere for the most part. You know, Seeger Ross and ambient post rock bands—one of my absolute favorites of all time. Oh, yeah, Favorite great. live show I've ever been to: Seeger Ross. Um, just beautiful, beautiful music. But right. you know, again, it speaks to the variety that you guys are bringing every day here. For sure. Now, today, of course, I want to mention we're going to be going through and making some selections inside the record store. So we're going to take a brief intermission at some point today, uh, post-interview with these fine gentlemen. And uh, then we're going to come back with the waxing on gentlemen, and we're going to do our What's in My Sack" segment. So be prepared for that, and uh, stay tuned. Our social media will let you guys know before we go live on the production piece, of course. If you guys are watching this live and you guys want more content uh, on the production piece, we're going to have it all looped in together with a few little Easter eggs here and there. So I want to lean into the bar piece of things because we haven't gotten into that. I noticed that you guys do special cocktails. You guys have beer by the can, you know, various things. Kind of what's the approach behind the bar business-wise?
2: We both previously worked in like a higher-end wine shop, beer shop, whiskey shop. And so we just were very deep into finer spirits and stuff like that. Like that was just the direction we want to go.
3: We like cool craft beers. We like cool cocktails. We like whiskey. Yeah. I think a big thing for me too with the uh, like the the setup of our bar and like the stuff that we carry and especially with like the cocktail side of it. It's like it's a pretty cocktail driven bar. We sell a ton of cocktails. You know, we have draft beer and other things. But one of the biggest things opening up was we wanted to open up a place that didn't have food, but that you could get a well crafted cocktail downtown in Cape. Wear a t-shirt, and you can wear a t-shirt, right? Feel comfortable. You know, there's like the other places to get like a good cocktail are in our town are they're they're higher end, and not everyone feels comfortable going into those spaces just to have a drink, right? And like however they are, however they're dressed, sure they want to be. So creating a comfortable space where more people have access to something that seems like this kind of highbrow thing was like super important, right, for our bar specifically. Like you can come in here and you don't have to feel like oh I'm underdressed or you know, sure it's a record shop. We also a serve
2: bar in it. PBR in a can, so I mean we serve.
3: Everything. We also serve Something for everybody. NA stuff mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. so we didn't want people who like like oh it's a bar like I don't really want to hang out there. They're gonna be drinking water like so we offer like NA cocktails that are like actually like crafted cocktails you know yeah it's yeah. not just like soda and lime, lime or whatever. <laughs> sure and, yeah I mean that and that's, that's somebody's deal and that's awesome but we wanted to offer as much as we could to as broad of an audience as
1: possible. Yeah, and the cocktail piece of it, of course, uh, today I'm trying the uh, White Zombie, which uh, I picked it on name alone. I didn't even care about the ingredients, although <laughs> I did see that there was bourbon in there, so that's always a plus for and me. limit of one. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you can't ever go with a lot. bad with cameraman. a. How is it? It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, I'm, I mean, usually live in that whiskey sour hemisphere, or like old fashions and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, and uh, it's definitely kind of in that realm. Um, so you know, I, I like a good sour mix with any mixed drink. You can't ever go wrong. Typically for me, but yeah, man, it's this is uh, refreshing. You hit the spot this morning without question. How's that water treating you, Josh? It's great. Yeah? It's great. <laughs>
5: it's great stuff. It's a treat from the Mississippi
2: over
3: here. the yeah. water.
1: Mississippi, my water. <laughs> you want to hear a wild
3: them. thing about how that cocktail's made? Let's hear it. So it's crystal clear, right? Yeah. Like you can see straight through it, but it has lime juice, orange juice, and grapefruit juice in it. And it has like aged brandy and rum. So it should be dark and like cloudy and whatever. So the way that we make it, we make these huge batches of it with all the lime juice and everything in it. Put everything in a big batch and then you pour milk into it. Wow. And then the milk curdles and then the curd grabs all that suspended matter and acts like a big filter. So when you filter it back out, it comes out crystal clear.
2: That's, That's incredible. That like
3: the velvety texture. And yeah. Like, like lowers some of the acidity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a- yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty, it's, as was, it's pretty marvelous actually. It. I all love the mouthfeel of
3: it, especially as you get yeah. down. And it essentially it makes, makes a lot shell more stable. Wow. With man. all that juice, it has a lot of ingredients. Right. So right. batching that cocktail, it would go bad in big batches with all the fruit matter in it yeah.
5: well from the juice. Sure. That's
3: incredible. So, it's good stuff. So it's like a classic zombie recipe that we call the white zombie because you can see through it. Sure. <laughs> sure. And, you know, the the band.
1: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. A great band for sure. You know,
0: play, pay homage.
3: Yeah. Pay Yeah
1: like anything that's a little riffy. Well, like to bring guests on and talk about things and more in their personal interests and background and that sort of thing. So, obviously with you guys being record collectors, you guys have to have some prized items in your collection, things that, you know, we'll say like comfort listens perhaps for yeah. you and then you probably have some like diamonds in the rough and that sort of thing. So, let's talk about what would be a comfort listen for you. Let's say you're in a bad mood, not feeling that well, something maybe you more routinely play that's a kind of a comfort visit for you in your collection. Start with you, Parker. <laughs> going to have a list. Yeah. Hey, if you got a list Go ahead and punch it off. That's um, right. I mean, for
3: me, like comfort listens are like usually like old indie rock stuff. Like my mom was super into like the early indie rock stuff, like Pavement and oh, yeah. Sebado and Dinosaur Jr. and all that stuff when I was a kid. And so, and like the Flaming Lips, like early Flaming sure. Lips stuff. Right. She was a huge fan. Fun fact. Travis and my mom were at the same Flaming Lip Show 2001, 2001. <laughs> In
2: <That's> Chicago incredible. <laughs> yeah. Wow yeah. uh, It was a New Year's
3: Eve show
0: Which fun. is hilarious Is that that's the hilarious. Yoshima
1: tour yeah. Probably yeah, yeah it was Nice and, uh,
3: But so For me that's where it always goes It's like that stuff Like comfort listens like, like this morning I put on Crooked Rain Crooked Rain by pavement, yeah. You know, It's one of my favorite albums Ever I listened to it when I was a kid And so That's where I go for like a comfort listen you know.
1: It's, yeah yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
2: How about you? I don't know yet. No, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> comfort I mean, like first thing that came to mind was "Love Forever Changes." Like if I put that album on, I instantly feel this like warm blanket feeling. And, and yeah, really, probably my favorite record. Somebody, if you ask me, what's my favorite record? I'd probably say that. Okay, but but also like last night, you know, I got home, full day of work, I listened to "FG of, of the Forgotten" by Suffocation, and that literally <laughs> gives me this like. Yeah. Like a like, warm it's like another warm blanket. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: A different type of warm yeah. blanket.
2: <laughs> but then I collect a shitload of jazz and Jamaican stuff, so it's it's a uh, hard everything it's, brings what, me do you, what do you where do you go in the
1: jazz realm? Uh some of your favorites.
2: Some of my favorite. I mean Pitches Brew's my yeah.
1: favorite.
2: Sure. Uh Pharaoh Sanders. I mean Charles Mingus. I like a lot. Yeah. Who else? talked about I mean Alice Coltrane, John Coltrane. Yeah, and, you know, classic stuff. And then some of the freer things and I collect a little bit of fusion. If you want to get really nerdy, I love yeah. Return to Forever and L.D. Meola
0: uh,
1: okay.
2: and you know, John McLaughlin and Maha Orchestra.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, very cool, very cool. And uh, let's let's talk about kind of uh, prized possession of the record collection. Is there something that you have that may not necessarily be the comfort and so we'll kind of extract those out of the talk uh, now, but something that's kind of a prized possession of the record collection, something that you're really proud of, uh, might be high value. Uh, I mean, you can go any lane you want with it.
3: I've got two like that are like my top two they're both not lps like there so one is a double 10 inch copy of the thes uh hanky panky the hank williams senior cover album the okay Vision. it's That's double 10. yeah i Good love and it's 45 too like, oh, cool. i love nice. the album if you never listen to it it is a trip to listen to hank williams senior songs done by the thes yeah, it's it's an immersive experience, <laughs> and uh, those were there. Those are pretty rare. My mom actually saw the the when they were touring on that, and they were giving them away at their show. Oh my show. god! So like, wow, there's incredible. not a ton of them out there. Yeah. So um, that's, that's cool. a pri- that's a that's a prized possession for sure. And then the other one is a thirty foot fall. Um, is a punk like legendary punk band from Houston, Texas. I grew up around my my stepdad growing up, playing a lot of punk bands. And he played with them. They, his band and shared members with them and uh you know so I grew up around them my family like my parents knew them and, but I have a copy of their cartoons single on 45 as well on 7 nice. Inch. and seven-inch. it's on I think it's on blue it's on like a colored vinyl of some kind wow and uh but that one's it's pretty rare too like and it's also kind of niche because it's like you know right. it's not a band that everyone's gonna be like oh, yeah, yeah. sure sure
0: yeah, but to
3: me it means a lot like right I love sure that I have, right. Uh, how about future three-part
2: answer. All right, one, I will have, one I'll it. have to say, I have reel-to-reel copy of reels of Love Forever Changes and Love Da Capo. A, a friend gave me, he started watching my posts on Facebook, I just posting some shit that I was listening to, and then he like got into it, and then he started repairing his own stereos, and then he started like was way into it, and I was like, holy shit, and he's like, man, I, I want to send you a thank you, and all of a sudden, the Capo showed up in a reel, most pristine box, everything is beautiful, I was like, "Wow, this is the coolest thing
5: I have oh that's awesome it's like a month sweet, later <laughs> he
2: sends me god, Forever Changes which I spoke of earlier and I was like same thing perfect box I was just like these are the coolest things I have I don't wow. even own a reel to real player but someday I'll get them and I'll <laughs> play them and it'll be a very special one. yeah that's incredible that's awesome alright yeah, one man. more expensive okay I collect a lot of Robert Pollard and Guided by Voices stuff okay I have 252
3: titles god oh, Guided by Voices so, and Robert Pollard wow and I think that that was the point that we became friends. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is a quick story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this quick story yeah, this is a good one. This,
2: this connected us.
3: <laughs> so when Travis hired me at, at the spot we worked before. i had been working there for maybe a couple weeks or something. It's pretty early on. And we were to talk about music naturally, like most days. Like, oh, this and that, like, you know, talking about stuff. And I was like, dude, you like guided by voices? Because it's something my mom was into when I was a kid. And I've, I've listened to, like, yeah. I listened to Alien and Montell a long long lot. I'm not like a crazy fan, you know. Definitely don't have 252 titles. No, from Bob Pollard. <laughs> I don't guys. think many people do. But I love. <laughs> but, uh... but Travis like stopped what he was doing. He was like up, like putting something on a shelf, and he just looked at me and he said, "That's my favorite band in the world."
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't know what he was about to open. Yeah. I should have said, "I've never heard of them."
1: They and should just fucked the with house. them and just, like, pros. Yeah, yeah know, like, and then there's just <laughs>
2: 252 Yeah. <laughs> by GBV and associated. <laughs> I mean, I just have so much. So that collection alone is, like, a very special thing. Sure. Like, there's super Absolutely. rare stuff in there that's worth hundreds of dollars. I mean, I'm never selling them. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's, I would say that, yeah, maybe that's the prize possession. It's my Robert Pollard collection. Man. It's maybe the largest one in Missouri.
1: Talk about I, a bain I know have more output. than that. Do you? Oh,
2: yeah. Wow. Man. Hey, that's TV incredible. Are wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that band's always putting out a new record of every six months or something. Three of like them, right? this I yeah. just saw them two year? nights on
2: their God. own day in Ohio. I
1: loved weekend. both albums last year. They were incredible. You um, know that
2: King Gizzard? Yeah. King Gizzard? Yeah.
1: They're kind of on par with that, too. <laughs> Bob Anymore. mentioned
2: last weekend that he had. He's like, you know how hard it is to make a set list. I've released one hundred and ten albums. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. oh my god! Yeah. Big, how? Right? yeah, how right? <laughs> how I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. So you guys saw them recently, right? I went. My wife and I just showed, yeah, okay. went up there a couple nights. How was that?
2: That was the twenty fifth time I've seen them, and it was twenty <laughs> fifth. Oh
1: yeah. my goodness! And and it was like the
2: you get seventeen hundred yeah. people that are devout fans in a yeah. room when they play an anthem. It's. It's like, like it's like a definite cult. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you get everybody that. singing at the top of their lungs, and it's 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 a experience for sure.
1: That's incredible. One thing I want to ask you gentlemen about too, how'd you rest on the name? What's the origin of the name of the business as well?
2: It took a while. We had a million
3: names. It was a, it, there's a notebook somewhere that just has like, we're
5: going to break it out for one year and a ton of <laughs> nonsense <laughs> in there. I mean, it, I've always found that's really difficult. That's like the most yeah. difficult of anything is naming it. something. That yeah. Yeah. Like that. It's not That'd like, like you just change it, as it as six
1: as months. You know, no, you got right. a business license in this name. You can't just willy-nilly start changing stuff
2: right so i have my son alex he's seven years old he's autistic so he's on the spectrum say and so that's definitely spectrum record though yeah. but also like it's a testament to all the stuff that we're into we're into all kinds of different
3: music, of music and just all different kinds of stuff it's a great word
1: you know yeah, yeah.
3: So. which is a really good all-encompassing term for a lot of stuff that you know we want to represent with our business sure you right know, like like being inclusive All kinds of people. Obviously that's a huge one because like yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. and like with the influence of Alex in the name and then music is this wide, forever huge spectrum of stuff. Mm -hmm. People are into different things all over the place. So it just ended up fitting the Mm -hmm. best. Like we're like just sounds cool, spectrum record lounge. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think we'd even come up with like something something lounge or something record lounge, but that one
1: fit Well it's an incredible name And uh, i love to hear The origin behind it For sure And to love to hear About the inclusivity Because it's unfortunate you got to sit around And talk about you How the know, world is Fred. How the world is today you And how we've an regressed that's what I mean In yeah. some yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah just don't be an asshole it's,
5: That's uh, the easiest thing
1: it's sad that we have to talk about human decency and uh, the lack thereof in the world today. And it's glad to hear that people are perpetuating things on the good side like you, yourselves, Absolutely. gentlemen.
3: Providing that space for anybody and everybody to feel comfortable coming here. It goes back to just the whole thing about like being able to walk in here and not feel like you have to like dress up or be like be you know, somebody literally like come nah. as you are you right. know and like our slogan is everyone is cool Spectrum Record Lounge right cause yeah. another big thing is like we wanted anybody who comes in here you might not really be into music you might not really be into like cocktails or like you know that kind of stuff you might just drink freaking regular beers or whatever like you know not be into drinking alcohol or anything and like being able to walk in here and feel like you're part of a cool space with other people and not have to worry about like like you know the way the world is for maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. is like the goal we're trying to
1: achieve. (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's what music is for a lot of people, of course, right? Whether you play music or you listen to music. Yes, it is for everybody. And it is an escape. And it's, you know, I know that's definitely my refuge where I go at at troubled times and depending on where I'm at, whether it's on the rage side of things or the sad side of things. And there's music for all occasions, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, So you guys mentioned it earlier. You guys are approaching a year. Uh, we've got, do we got something special going on? When, where, what's the detail? All
2: right. See, September 12th. We will have made it a year. And, you know, wild. that's a wild thought and yeah. super fun. It, it fast. feels like a
3: decade, but it also feels like 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So we joined the Cape Chamber of Commerce recently and I'm stoked about that. They're going to yeah. do a ribbon cutting on the 12th out there. Awesome. So if anybody's listening and is local and wants to come be in the photo, we would love to have a hundred yeah. people in the photo. Uh, but then on uh, Saturday, September 16th, the week from today, is our anniversary party. And it's the 2023 Loose Dudes Convention.
3: Dudes and, you know, obviously, as, as is a comes dude, to term, Yes. Anybody In gets the words of us, Kel Mitchell from Good Burger, I'm right. a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude. We're
0: With all dudes. dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yep. And, <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know,
3: Loose being, we, you know, we like to have a good time.
2: We like... Let, you know, letting loose, listen to live music. We're gonna sing karaoke all day, Hell so yeah. all day karaoke. We're gonna give away a bunch of stuff. We have a food truck here. We have a really special hip hop set from our good buddy Wigflip, a local hip hop artist. Nice, freaking awesome. Nice, he's great.
3: Yeah, uh, he's got a lot of super cool acts to cape in like, mm-hmm. our store specifically. So nice. We're trying to have like a quarterly hip hop show here, and like, nice. these guys come from like Cincinnati,
2: and it, uh, it's really that's awesome. Really, really cool. Uh, Very cool. What else is going on we have a food truck here we'll have
1: do you already know what type of food truck you're going to have here just oh like the munchbox
2: in? food truck okay good friend pat Buck, here. So, okay uh,
1: yeah,
2: awesome. uh, we'll have a late we're calling it the uh late 1900s vintage cocktail menu of things like cosmopolitans white russians long okay. island iced teas there you just, go we're really dumb
3: and we like to do dumb things so it's a we're calling it an ugly tie affair so okay you know just <laughs> just heinously ugly formal wear is the name of the game is there going to be a
1: reward for the most ugly affair there is okay
3: worst dressed is an award award. there's a couple awards going out uh during our award show section of it we have a the lifetime achievement loose dude award (laughs) we have the uh best overall performance best overall performance of 2023 loose dude award (laughs) Best supporting actor uh, most likely to succeed at getting loose.
1: <laughs>
3: that's fun. And then we have uh, a worst dressed. We have best karaoke performance. A couple a couple of MVPs. A hey, good. And, hey, yeah. We, couple. Of Mark guys. and I say
2: the same shit all the time. There we you go. The Others, we're kind of like a weird married couple. Yes. One, but
3: we spend a lot of time together.
1: Hey, man, that's what happens when your business partners, right? Right. right. It's just kind of a natural way. I'm not, a Tim, not someone. Else. Oh, for yeah. the
3: record, we're not related. We're not brothers. <laughs> okay. We're Dude, I swear to God,
1: I contemplated whether I was, or not you yeah. guys were related. <laughs> yeah. For real. I was like, are these guys like father, <laughs> son, <laughs> brothers? Like, what's we're what's going members. on here? <laughs> yeah, could be. Who knows? Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just two old souls linked together yeah, somewhere right. in the ether. Right. Unbeknownst to Cape you. Right. right.
0: right.
3: Are you guys
1: Cape lifers? Have you guys lived in the area no. all your life?
3: Actually, neither one of us are from Cape originally.
1: Where so. are you guys from? Originally,
3: I'm from Montgomery, Texas. Okay, place of the Texas flag. Yee-haw. Okay, so I'm uh, proud. house Texas? I actually worked, I lived in Texas in like first through third
1: grade, so yeah, okay. I'm part of Texas. So, where are you originally from, Chad?
2: Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I was born, okay. moved around a bunch, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, and then to Monette, Missouri, this little tiny town in the Ozarks. Yes,
1: yes Monette, <laughs> I'm familiar with it. Yeah.
2: Then I moved to Cape in 2001. You are familiar with
1: it, yeah. I used to like play with sports teams and stuff when we would occasionally go down to okay, that region. we well, through we'll that region. off camera about that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Then I moved to Cape, 2001, okay. graduated from SEMO, met my wife, that's it, this, Then now this. Now,
1: now I'm never leaving. What did you major in at SEMO, just out of curiosity? Hospitality. Hospitality. So, no, so, nice. we're, hey, I used
2: my degree. Yes, yeah. you did. Holy smokes. not it so. I, don't don't do do that. That. Yeah. so
1: I've been in the it hospitality did. industry for 16 years, oh, so sweet. yeah. yeah. So, well, like, well, technically, you can mornings. probably <laughs> add more than that. <laughs> yeah, I could probably add yeah, more to that. But where I'm at currently, let's right, put it right. that
2: way. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's why i serving the public. I love the public. I can deal with some real Mickey Mouse bullshit. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, at, at a certain point, it just kind of becomes automatic, right? You're right. You know, it's yeah. kind of like a lot of people. I, I can't tell you how many people specifically in the last year have asked me, do you like your job or do you hate your job? I was like, I don't think of it in those terms. I'm like, this is what I do. This is me yeah. at this point, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Yeah. Um And I don't mean that to sound like soulless or anything. It's just like, man, I've just been because doing so, this so long I'm I can do this, yeah, you know, subconsciously yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah. I me if you want to, I'll
2: yeah. just go do this other thing I was about to do yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah <laughs> Exactly correct.
1: It, man. Exactly correct. <laughs> All right, so let's end the discussion with a few topics uh, more to get to know you guys personally, individually, and uh, specifically. I want to know what is a prized item that you would like to have in your record collection that you don't have currently. So we'll start with you, Travis. Is oh, there that something original out there? propeller. Got it by voices. Okay. There's
2: 500 <laughs> handmade covers. I mean, they, the last one I just saw sold for like $6,000. Wow! So, wow! Yeah, I don't have one. I have a couple reissues. So that's man. Okay,
0: Parker?
3: That's a hard one. Must have been one album. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I talked about Crooked Rain, Crooked Rainer, like, if I could get a old original copy of that, it would be sure. fantastic. I mean, I would love that. Just a, you know, super pristine original. Other than that, it'd probably be, like, maybe, like, early sleep stuff okay. or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the rare pressings mm-hmm. of Holy Mountain or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would be, it would be oh, uh, ideal for me. <laughs> oh,
1: Absolutely. You're a Caius fan <laughs> by chance? Oh, yeah. I just yeah. love some of that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Get that Desert Pentatonics rocket for sure. <laughs>
3: hey, I love Pentatonic really, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I me like too. Slow and slow.
1: Yeah, slow and low. <laughs> low. low. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to answer this question for like 30 minutes. Is that cool?
1: Hey, if you got no, another, hey, if I you mean, have I have so much. One, it's hard I to, have like, my Discord solution list.
2: Do you want to go over it?
1: Yeah, okay. my Discog wish list has become kind of uh, like a dumpster fire because it's like, like I get notices like like, at, like literally every day I yeah. get a 100 emails. On it's like 100, 100 in items in your wish list are on sale. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure it is for like a penny less sure. than what I was, you know. It's yeah. still $300 and I can't get it, you know. It's just like, fun to collect stuff. Yeah. Oh, it is for sure. Like, i would love to be able to get like like an original e- either cassette or vinyl i really don't care either way but like melancholy infinite sadness like i really want oh, that yeah. badly even though Me's dreams my favorite one of the smashing pumpkins still yet yeah, that has a lot of nostalgia and it's like hard to get a good original copy of that with somebody like not trying to rape you over the coals on the mm-hmm. price, you know? Right. Even if you get on eBay and you get like a used cassette version, it's like hundreds of dollars and it's like, you know, the sleeve's all damaged and everything, so. Right. Ooh, I have but, one yeah. more quick one. Go one for it. I have another one too. I'm going
2: back. Prize possessions. I have the first five original pressing carcass records.
1: Nice.
0: That helps me sleep at night. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I bet. I think one more for me would be an original... Oh, I just lost. <laughs> 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 I get distracted by the carcass, carcass records. Carcass records, yeah. Oh, an original copy of uh, Lights Camera Revolution by Suicide Oh, yeah. It's, it's okay. one of my favorite albums of all time. Super formative to my music experience. Oh, okay. me like, too. Oddly enough. I've yeah. had it on cassette as a kid. Yeah. I had, I think, I had the first Suicide mm-hmm. Tensys cassette like, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I wish I had my cassettes when I was a kid. I had so many cassettes. I, me
1: too, man. I I go back and I like shoot myself in my the foot. Yeah, I did like. Okay. You know, I did the huge media changeover, so I did the mm-hmm. same thing. I, like, sold, like, I had, like, 600 DVDs to go switch to Blu-ray. And then now I have, like, all these Blu-rays, which is fine. But, you know, it could be worse. But I now it's, right. like, ultra HD now, so it's, like, I want Are the the most again? newest <laughs> format, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, so I've I've learned to just, like, hold on to what you have because now I'm going back and trying, like, you know, doing dives for VHSs and stuff. Like, you know, it's it kind of scratches that same itch, like, the mm-hmm. record dives yeah, that, like, I like going sure. to flea markets and just picking it's through fine. stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah it's sure, there still yeah it that, definitely that's is the best part is like, it definitely you know, is so nice
3: some people don't know what they have for sure you know there's too many good questions man I just thought too like I think one of my fa- one of my favorite finds in in Cape was when there wasn't a record store here I found an original copy of X Wild Gift at Annie Laurie's up the street which they always have like cool records and stuff but you never usually don't see like old punk stuff, stuff yeah like that. you know you see a lot of classics yeah and then at Pastimes Antiques which is down the road Found an original copy of X is it more fun in the new world? No, mm-hmm. yep. in like a stack of like Frank Sinatra and like all this
1: weird, <laughs> yeah, being
3: Crosby stuff. And that was just hanging out in there five bucks, yeah, wow. and can't awesome. beat that. Yeah. So, those are two, those are two of my favorite like finds ever. We're like just in the wild, in the weirdest yeah. place where they shouldn't be, yeah, and for like really cheap, right.
1: I literally had almost the exact same experience a couple weekends ago. I came across Black Sabbath, Masters of Reality, Original Pressing, and it was just, like, buried in these kids' toys from, like, the 90s. And That's like, so what?
5: What is happening, right? What?
1: Yeah. What's happening right now? Yeah, and I was, Star like, trying July, not to freak dude. out. It was like, <laughs> I had my uh, 18-month-old daughter with me. It was just me and her, and I was, like, trying not to freak out. Like, immediately, I was like, because Black Sabbath, you know, I always say my favorite bands of all time, A A and B, is Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, because they just formed so much of my musical taste and interests. Yeah, like, and they're responsible, yeah, right? Right. right. And they influence so, so, so much people. music today now. Yeah. too. Yeah. Awesome, so
3: yeah. Black Sabbath Volume Four is definitely one of my top, yeah, oh, yeah. Bands of all time. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you can't. I mean, just anything. That first run with Ozzy, I. You know, I'm not going to shy at anybody. Like, I'll never get you know, sick of listening. down.
2: Like, right. you're like, let's listen to it right now. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> no requests. <laughs> no We have a. There's a couple of things that are mainstays back there: Black Sabbath, Dancing. A lot of Misfits you know, and Slayer. Baby. You know, just like things they just like we push play and everybody's. I was working here is happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Another thing I wanted to ask you, gentlemen, is is there something outside of just the music realm that you guys are really into, kind of niche or hobbies or whatever the case is? Film, TV? Nope. Anything in the market? R- yeah. R- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I I
3: know. <laughs> I
2: know. I know. <laughs> Parker, definitely. Yeah, I'm into all kinds of
3: stuff, man. I'm a, okay. I'm a weirdo. I pick up too many hobbies and I just have a base. Nothing like wrong Diddy with that. Runs, Let's hear about I, a few of them. I, yeah. And uh, I mean, me and my wife love to like get outside, and we go fishing a lot, floating okay. in the summertime. Yeah, you see my truck great. Out there, it's uh, got the yaks on top. Nice. And uh, the camper shell, so we've taken that out a bunch this year. Last summer was uh, didn't do a whole lot because we were in here, sure. just Oh, you know, a lot of that. grinding, just
0: grinding,
3: <laughs> yeah, literally sometimes the floor for like four days. So. Yeah. But uh, you know, so definitely like just just getting outdoors and doing stuff outside, and, sure. You know, getting that that nice little reset every couple weeks. It's is, great for the mental know. health. So definitely. That's a fishing. I mean, fishing.
1: You me and
0: Travis
3: good. fish something. We fish together.
1: So. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. I'm into some people tinkering are by that. stuff. He's, he's you know? definitely
2: into tinkering. stuff. Okay. <laughs> I get into
3: stuff, and like, I've been like this with guitars my whole life. Everything is like, I always tell people, like, it's not really your guitar until you start drilling holes in it. Yeah. You know, it's just Doing passing some through the inventory yeah. until you do something stupid to it. So it's like, then it's your guitar. So is that
1: your area of focus as far as instruments as guitar? Uh,
3: it was my, my first instrument was like bass early on and then I picked up guitar shortly after um, and it, I just kind of stuck with that. I picked up banjo like in my early 20s. So I love, I love that. I got really into bluegrass for a long time. I still love bluegrass. Yeah. And, uh, like folk music.
1: And a lot of killer pickers out there.
3: There's some crazy ones. <laughs> and uh, I used to live in Arkansas before I moved here um, and I, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet a lot of really cool, like string musicians. Yeah, like string band musicians there. Shout out to Arkansas, those are the homies. Love okay, them. like kind of modern progressive bluegrass, they're great. Uh, cool. but I mean, I like tinkering with the small motors. I don't know, dude. It's yeah. like tons yeah. of stuff. Literally yeah. does all stuff. <laughs> it's all of it. I'm just like, I was like, oh, like when I was getting some speakers for my stereo setup, I was like. It's like, I could buy speakers or I could get some really cool old shells, put my own. Yeah. Stuff, just buy stuff and put it in. I did that as Damn. a teenager
1: too, man. Yeah. yeah. So I can't like, do
3: that. And they sound awesome. I love it. I love it. They're like, people are like, like what are these? And I'm like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Frankenstein.
3: Yeah.
1: Stuff. yeah. I used to like go to like thrift stores and get like old card speakers and build out my own boxes and like wire up my ba- I lived in the basement of my house it was like unfinished and I'd run through like the rafters and stuff in my room and I would just like blow crazy. on the amplifier out of it but it sounded amazing yeah <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it was incredible the sonic bath yeah
2: <laughs> oh dude yeah absolutely absolutely am trying to think of who I like to do I love hanging out with my family my wife Megan and my son Alex <laughs> we pretty much do everything together when I'm not here I have a huge stereo in the basement I spend a lot of time in front of that yeah that's the favorite thing glass of wine couch
3: something cool yeah. high five I yeah. listen to music a lot. My my setup's in our dining room, facing our kitchen, and I like I cook a lot. I love to cook too. Same here. You know, all all kinds of weird Same. stuff. You know, I just can't yeah. go down a rabbit hole. in like this one. So other prized possessions, other than records, uh, my enamel Dutch oven is the truth. Okay. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> Very cool. And uh, oh,
3: uh prized possessions. Yeah, yeah. My receiver is my. My in-laws got that for us last
2: course. year. Oh yeah. I have a Pioneer SX-1280. It's some big monster, 180-watt nice. beast that made in nice. the 70s in Japan. Oh, wow. Very nice. And weighs 66 pounds, and it, it, uh, the neighbors know that I have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: so do. You. Yeah, we fish. I like drinking wine. I like drinking whiskey. I like drinking wine. Yeah. Wine,
1: whiskey, nothing wrong with those You're two things. Ears. I've gotten more into the wine in recent years, and I'm, like, such a – basic white girl when it comes to the wine because i like like my sangrias the table's gonna turn what are you doing man i like i I don't i'll drink any wine but like i've been like hopping on the sangria train lately i don't know why it's just been hitting me right
0: especially
3: in the
1: summertime yeah yeah i'm a big summertime guy i was born in the summer so like i I love outdoors like you mentioned earlier float trips that sort of stuff i used to fish all the time when i was younger i used to live on a lake like a private community and stuff and so we would fish all the time. I got out of that, but my sons actually recently started getting into fishing, so we're kind awesome. of revisiting that. that. Yeah. Kind Arc- of doing not, dock fishing right now, but you know. Dude, caught Arc- some of
3: the biggest fish of my life dock fishing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dock fishing.
2: Is it's easy. its own game
1: for sure though. There's
3: always fish on
2: there. Yeah. There's
1: always fish.
6: There. Absolutely.
1: So one last question I want to ask you gentlemen before we get off here and you guys have been so generous with your time and appreciate the hospitality here today absolutely. and uh definitely enjoying our stay it's for awesome. sure. Yeah, yeah this absolutely. Is so much fun. I wanted to ask you about what's one of the more rewarding experiences you guys have had here inside of the confines of the store this year, your first year in business. Is there a specific example or a situation or experience that you can speak to that was very rewarding? Uh, you know, Maybe it was somebody that came in and you were able to help them with the selection and you you know developed some type of bond or really turned around their day or whatever the case is. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind? The look on
2: people's faces the first time they walk in here and go, what the fuck is yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah, that's and then, awesome. then they're like, this is so cool. And then they look around and they see more yeah. stuff. And they're like, holy shit, there's beer!" there. You can see them getting like, overwhelmed yeah. with
1: like excitement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That moment is always the I like useless. that.
2: But like, when somebody buys a record that I truly love, and I, I don't for, unfortunately get to work the front desk very often, but whenever I'm sure. standing there and they bring something up that I love, and I'm just like, give the out for a second. So <laughs> yeah. That shit's important to me. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. That's. I think, yeah, that's a big one for sure. It's like, I think that another thing is... Uh, you know, one thing I feel like every place has is that, like, the hometown syndrome is what I call it, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I, when people come in and they're like, oh, wow, I can do this, go to this cool place and do this thing in Cape Girardeau, you know? Mm,
0: right. You know,
3: there's a lot of people who are like, oh, this place sucks. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, there's not that, I mean, it's a small town, you know? Sure. forty thousand is not massive, you know? And so, I mean, if you're expecting this big city experience, you're going to run out of things to do fast in town, you know? Yeah. Luckily, we're surrounded by tons of nature, tons of cool stuff to do outside, but if that's not your thing, then... Plus, if you yeah. go to the right places and you only go to those places, in Cape Girardeau it's awesome. It is. Yeah, awesome. I yeah. agree. No I, like I love it here. Like not being from here, you know, my wife was super concerned about when when we first got together and I was moving here. She was really concerned about me not liking it because I've lived lived in New Orleans, I lived in Northwest Arkansas, I lived in Birmingham outside of Birmingham, Alabama. I'm from the Houston area, so I'm, I've been, lived in a lot of these larger places. And yeah. I got here and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. This place is cool. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this is rad. It's just like this cool sleepy like town but it has a lot of character and there's like a lot of cool people here and i think that just seeing people like watching seeing when people realize that like you can do cool stuff here and like we can have cool things (laughs) yeah i think that's really important to me and like very rewarding for people to like be excited about something in their hometown when they otherwise they would they're usually like oh whatever
1: for sure for sure Yeah, it's, you know, creating those lasting memories and impacts is definitely a big piece of any of those boyhood fantasies I had back to my conversation or my point earlier. You know, I always had aspirations of doing something in the music field, whether it was being a musician, working at a record store, being a DJ or whatever the case was. Is was always being able to kind of perpetuate some, some experience for somebody or connect them with some band that was like life changing, you know, and I think that you guys are definitely providing that type of experience for your customers here. So kudos to you for sure.
3: I'll say the other one is like, you know, we have a lot, we have quite a few regular customers now in, you a, know, you know, in the old Spectrum Record Lounge. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and some of those, like, some of those regulars, like, you know, they're like, they're, they're like some of my favorite people and they feel comfortable here. And otherwise, and there's and I know there's other places that they don't feel as comfortable being. So just knowing that, you know, our goal is being achieved with, like, the people that we're trying to reach, which is everybody, you know, people who might not feel comfortable going to other places, other bars, like, because of the, because like they're feel weird socially or otherwise, sure. you know, it's like, it's super heartwarming and super rewarding and, you know, to just, to just see hear that word. word. And, yeah. yeah. When people are like, I feel here. comfortable here. Like Sweet. I love coming here because it's comfortable. I don't feel like I have to, you know, put on airs. I don't have to feel like I'm being excluded or like any right. of that, you know, that's probably the best part of the
1: Yeah, and and definitely I can speak to kind of the unique business setup to kind of round this out. And that's the fact that you come in, yeah, you see a bar in the back, immediately neon lights and that sort of thing, but plenty of Record CDs, tapes, pick from VHS tapes even. Quite the selection here without question. And I know that back to what we mentioned earlier, you can get a little overwhelmed with how much there is to actually look through here. But I've also seen people come in right away and head straight to the bar and then sit down, meet friends. So it's a good social spot. And so you guys are able to provide on both ends of those experiences. If you guys want to come in strictly, get some music, great place. If you want to come in strictly, get a drink, hang out with some friends, great place. If you want to do both, great place. So you guys are scratching multiple itches here without question. So it's we been super fun. Yeah, it's almost a year. I can't I can't
2: believe it. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> if you guys aren't at Terra Taco next Saturday with us for our on-site, please down come here. down to Spectrum Record Lounge oh, yeah. and enjoy their one year anniversary here this place too is amazing, It is fantastic. It. And uh, so again, we appreciate there. the hospitality it's for cool. sure. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Yeah, Thanks awesome. for having us. We
1: were already it's customers, great. but you've got life warm customers yeah, absolutely. here for sure. Yeah, I love All it. Right. So yeah.
2: Check back next year and we'll do
1: a yeah. 2 year anniversary. Hell yeah, oh, we'd do love it. to come back. Yeah, we'll hook do up. All right. Uh, we're going to be taking a brief break. What's in my sack segment? And uh, we've done one of those previously, so if you guys have seen that in the past, you kind of know what to expect. But if you don't, we're going to be going through with the Waxing On fellas making selections here inside of the store today and talk about our selections and why we made them. And a lot of them often tie to nostalgic stories and those sorts of things, things that we're trying to pick up in our collection. But sometimes we're just picking up stuff to fill out the collection, too. So you're going to get a little bit of a mixed bag of all those things. Thank you, gentlemen, once again for the hospitality. Thank you so much. Take care. Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast.
5: For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ATI Podcast 22. On Twitter at podcast underscore ATI. On Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at atipodcastquestions at gmail dot com. Stay safe out there.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ATI Podcast and Waxing On Hi, with hello. RJ. Hello,
5: hello, hello we've everybody. got the whole gang here: hey, boy, I'm to
1: do. Barrett, Ridge, Jake. Josh, you know us, you know this characters, this rapscallion crowd here. And we, of course, are still yet here at Spectrum Record Lounge. Yes.
4: Get me, Rich. And beautiful Cape Girardeau, Yeah, Missouri. beautiful Cape Girardeau. Okay, uh, right, right across from the river. Yeah, right like you can literally Literally the on river. the muddy
1: banks of the Mississippi. Yeah, yeah for like sure. you can just
5: walk outside and see the river. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so we've made our selections for our special segment, What's in My Sack, here today. And so everybody has made some picks inside of the store today. We've got a good collection of stuff. And uh, we're going to probably go through here kind of rapid fire uh, with each person and talk about our selections and uh, maybe why we made some of them. We'll do some deep dives on some. Some of them are just going to be, hey, we bought this. And, yeah. you know, now I have uh, five copies of this, like Jake, for example. So,
4: <laughs> Also, some sticking ahead. I, I like to get some recommendations on something new I've never heard before. Right. So, yeah. right. so the dudes here, Parker and Travis. They hooked me up with a couple of records that I am haven't listened to before, and I'm excited to check them out.
1: Yeah, the uh, the blind grabs, especially when they pay out, are always a, a good little journey to go on, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, these guys have pretty good taste here, so we're taking the recommendations, and uh, Travis is going to be hooking me up with some recommendations on some Jamaican music, oh, too, yeah. so he Facebook friended me, so I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. I talked to him about my love of drumming and tribal drumming and things like that, so he's going to make some recommendations there. Looking forward to that, so... Why don't we get things kicked off? Jake, why don't you start us off with some
6: of your picks? Okay, okay. so I got a little bit of everything. I got some CDs, I got a cassette, and I got one vinyl, but I'm on a budget, so I had to cut myself off. And, you know, a record store is good in my book when they have a sealed copy of Limp Biscuits' Gold Cobra. <laughs> yeah,
0: So okay, there
6: you go. I needed that for the collection, and uh, once again, I need it on every and, format. And if you know me, you know I love Slipknot. I didn't have it on CD, so I got it on CD. Iowa, one of the heaviest records ever made. And then uh, speaking of, uh, the covers of badass albums that I've been wanting, a great hardcore band from the 90s, Shelter, Mantra. If you like turnstile, oh, listen to Shelter. I'm not saying they sound exactly like them, but they have some, bi- like, the the, vibe. You, you know, like, musically, yeah, music. yes. I right. need to put that on my and list. then one of the members is from Youth of Today. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I already have this on vinyl, but I need it on CD, too. The first Slipknot album. <laughs> there we go. And then yeah. Life's a Simulation right here. We were talking about Fugazi and Minor Threat on the way, and I'd say, man, it'd be cool to have an Embrace, the Embrace album. I've never found that anywhere I've ever went. When yeah. I got in here look what we found Embrace <laughs> on is, CD it. It this is awesome yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. and then another album I've been looking for because I've never seen any of their albums or anything by this band at a record yeah. store and that's Melodic Hardcore legends from new jersey lifetime jersey's best dancers incredible stuff great band i'm and jealous then, of that fine dude and then also i already have it on cd everybody knows i love van halen especially sammy hagar van halen i got ou812 on cassette and then of course you know i got a, I got one vinyl and everybody knows i love the bouncing souls i got their third record on vinyl from epitaph records and that is my selections for today oh yeah there you go. Hell yeah. So why don't we pass it along to
1: Josh? Josh, let's talk about some of your finds today.
5: Yeah, I was just mostly cassette shopping because I'm just I'm new to physical media, so I already have some vinyl. So I was just trying to, you know, broaden it a little bit. So I uh, I don't have a lot like, you know, like some some people, so I'm getting my uh, my getting important ones. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. my my important ones out of the way. So I uh, start off with the uh, greatest hits Beatles. I don't yeah. think you can go wrong with uh, any Beatles on cassette. I just think it sounds better on a physical than you know than a stream so I'm really excited to hear what this sounds like greatest hits so it's all the hits obviously Um, Ozzy we don't really have to go into detail oh what'd you get Uh, Diary of a Madman Diary Diary of of a Madman hell Hell yeah cassette yep good one they did have the vinyl here but I found it post cassette but I'm cassette shopping so I just went cassette there you go that's okay (laughs) and then this one I'm really excited about this is a great find this is a Black Sabbath live at last and they uh, it's kind of like some of their big hits from multiple albums wouldn't you say Yeah. yeah I would say yeah. But anyway, I'm really excited to listen to this one. I love all their live stuff. I love Sabbath, classic band. What track
1: and, you most excited about on there? To on hear. this one? Yeah. On live
5: at last? Yeah. Snowblind, probably. Snowblind. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> on the way up, yeah. On the way yeah. here. Probably Snowblind. Party. There's uh, Has such a good riff in it. Man. And then I grabbed a crystal of the Big Dirty just because you, you can't go wrong grabbing it every time I die because it's all going to be getting bought up now that they're done. So rest in peace yeah. to a great band. Can't wait to stick that in and give her a listen. But that Absolutely. was it. I was shopping on a budget, so that's yeah. it for me, boys.
1: <laughs> I love when you talk about sticking <laughs> to it. Your... Yep, always <laughs> <laughs> great time. How about you, Ridge? What do we got? Oh, what do I got? I know you got little, quite the collection. I got yet. a
5: lot of stuff. I,
4: yeah, I got a little addiction. I had to scratch the edge. I did get one cassette. Uh, this is a band that's or a band logo that's very hard to understand, but it's a strange experimental death metal band called Hyperdontia.
5: Nice. Um,
4: I listened to a little bit of their stuff and always wanted to deep. Dig deeper. I but love I the can't sleeve. Can really you ever find any other stuff? So it's a it's a double cassette excreted from the flesh, and then uh, adverherence veil. So yeah, that sleeve is beautiful. That's on a yellow cassette, um, that was cool. Super good deal on that. With like The
1: sliding cardboard sleeve too, almost like single style.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen a lot of crazy cassette things, but I do love a, a nice yeah. little sleeve. But uh, and then seen this dead moon in the graveyard good just classic band dead moon rules and also thanks to uh, nathan for showing me that band love them yeah then i had to um complete my ozzy collection black sabbath black sabbath ozzy collection with this really great pressing really (laughs) next next? Uh, this really Fantastic crisp pressing of technical uh, ecstasy. Yeah, I've known. Uh, I just recently got uh, Entrance, so I had to get Fly to the Rainbow by Scorpions. That's a
6: sick cover. Yeah, yeah the other yeah. what, what year is that Sorry, This was this was their I
4: believe their first or second album. This okay. Was, this was before Entrance. It was right you. before Entrance, but yeah, I just uh, haven't listened to it. I know I'll like it, so I picked it up. It's reasonable, good price. Another one of my favorite bands of all time, The Cure, yeah. Pornography. I don't have this in my collection. I've been looking for it for a while, so everybody knows The Cure. Amazing. And then this one was a recommendation by Travis and Parker here at the Spectrum Record Lounge. They seen that I had a Scorpion record, so it's was like, you, dude, you should check out UFO. I've never actually listened to UFO, so I asked them, find me a good record that you think I'll like they did so this is oh, UFOs no. No, yeah. what's uh, what's the live
6: album that's one of the greatest live Phenomenon. albums ever uh, so strangers in the, with, the night or something uh, that i'm not sure about I part, look at I that know, uh, because i if not ridge i have a cd of that live they have like an amazing live album i'll really? give it to you oh, i have it at yeah. the house yeah.
4: i just i mean this is a, this is another blind by recommendation i'm gonna i'm guarantee you i like it
6: Mark
1: Madden, the former WCW announcer and uh, sports writer at Pittsburgh, you, his favorite band's UFO, and he's always going on about them. So oh, for real, yeah. That's and Eddie
6: Trump, that's like his favorite band ever. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's,
1: it's always been on my radar because because it's constantly talking about it. What was a UFO band. single? The, like uh, that's "Since you Been really Gone" song. Them. Oh, okay. That was like that's Kelly Clarkson, I thought. No, before no. the "Since oh, you it? Been Gone." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, like yeah. That there. So I'll keep it rolling. <laughs> with uh, another record I've been wanting for a long time. I thought I had it and I don't know. I canceled it so now I'm buying it here. Entombed. Nice. Klandestine. Klandestine. Klon- Klandestine. Plus this. Yeah. That and one. You got really, really, really good one. All I need is a left-hand path and then I got all my favorite nice. Entombed records.
1: I think they had Wolverine Blues in stock here. I have Wolverine I Blues. Really I bit. love
4: Wolverine Blues but yeah, I got that one. And then I've got uh two,
1: two records remaining.
4: Did get yeah crooked or crooked rain crooked rain yeah oh, pavement cool yeah that's
1: my favorite pavement album there
4: one of my I, I absolutely love steve malchemist <clears throat> a lot and then um pestilence this is is a rec- another recommendation from the from the great gentleman here uh oh, test yeah. testimony of the ancients so uh, kind of i think I believe they're either swedish or dutch early death metal and uh Really excited to check that one out. I've been meaning to. I've been seeing a lot of talk about how if you really like death metal, you should check uh, Pestilence. So I'm gonna do that. So. It's a
1: serious stack you got there, son. Yeah. Serious stack. Freaked I hope out. you're not
4: watching my wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Curse well, of the Collector. I will let my wife know it was a that good I deal. stayed within the parameters that you gave me. Right. Yeah. I've can, been a good boy. No, I got a good deal on man. all this stuff. This is. Hey, these, it's all good deals here. Yeah. At yeah. Spectrum. Yeah. Record lounge, Uh, of
4: course. It really is. There is a. Yes,
1: Spectrum. They also
4: have a very fantastic five for or two for five dollars and they have like dollar record bins over there yeah yeah like the five oh, dollar i almost so
5: you buy
6: four you get one for free yeah and they're like that.
5: they're very good quality
6: can i, can I like make a confession up. what i almost this is this is deep right here okay i almost bought the second marky mark and the funky bunch cd over there for two <laughs> dollars because you know what do it i do like marky mark and the funky bunch but i was like <laughs> i can't today Go for it. Ah. I almost grabbed
1: that tone lock
6: yeah. and I stayed away from
1: it. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to grab myself today, so I'll go into my picks now. Replacements, Tim. I don't have this on any physical format yet. Uh, they're getting ready to do the special 30th anniversary, which I would like to get, but on tape, yeah, on tape, I had to check it out. Yeah. Without question. So I was excited to come across that. Replacements is starting to become one of my absolute favorite bands. It's
4: also my favorite Replacements album. It's a great
1: album, for yeah. sure. We got a, another Fugazi bootleg VHS here. It's Hell the yeah. one I didn't grab the last time I was here, I believe. So I'm excited I would, about that. Going to have to have get, us another night. Get the
4: projector get ready. Get the projector out.
1: Yeah. Going to burn through that one without question. And on my vinyl picks. So I'll... Play on that pavement note once again. I got Bright in the Corners, and my absolute favorite, favorite song is actually Shady Lane, which is on here. It's just got a good jangly, like, kind of. It's very loose. Mid-tempo, yeah, very yeah. loose. I've always, like, I made this mix CD that we used to listen to back in the day all the time, mm-hmm. and Shady Lane was on there, and I was just, like, very fond of it back in our banding days, if you will, cruising around in my PT Bruiser. Yeah. We would listen to that song quite PT a bit. Bruiser, so, gang. a lot of fond memories tied to that. It's so the reason for that pickup, in particular, outside of I Love Fame, it too. Uh, Nirvana, never mind. I don't have this uh, on vinyl. I have the CD. I have thought about pulling the trigger on the 30th anniversary because there's a couple different versions of that out there. Yeah. It comes with EPs and stuff like smaller 10-inch, I believe, or 7-inch. Live performances, yeah. And
4: stuff that haven't been released. Yeah,
1: but it's like kind of like maddening. And uh, if I'm going back and I'm thinking about Nirvana, me as a kid loving them coming out. This album was on repeat, probably top ten most influential albums for me, in my musical taste period. So I had to pull the trigger on this one today.
4: As a, uh, was it territorial pissings or something like that? Is like that that track I heard that as a kid blew my. The jaw. last track's my favorite. Yeah, it's on the first uh, track yeah. on the second yeah, side. Yeah, actually. territorial. Right in the occur. middle. Yeah, yeah, because my our, our mom had that CD and she would put it on, but when that track would come on, I'd just be like. <laughs> like I never really heard anything like that aggressive Or anything right. like at that time As a kid Sure, like, So it was pretty sweet Another Good big
1: pick. big fan Everybody on the show is Of Chad Pyle that is Oklahoma City boys Hopefully you fellas we come on the you. podcast You guys started following us So uh, looking forward to maybe having you on the podcast here In the future but the collection of the first two EPs Here That's really cool. and uh, I'm really excited About that this Dungeon Earth and Remove Your Skin Please we're yes. huge Chat Pile fans. Chat Pile was in our top two picks yeah. last year for Albums mm-hmm. of the Year. Ridge and I, it was my top. and I think it was Ridge's second. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, what, can, what else can you say? These guys King are fantastic. Wrong, right? Check yeah. out Chat Pile without question. Chat Pile's amazing. And the last pickup for me today, I went down the classic route, found a used copy of David Bowie. I Bowie's. almost got that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
4: I almost. Let's dance. Let's yes, dance, dude.
1: Yes. This is a par- quintessential party record hit without question the first half of this just is absolute banger Mm -hmm. after banger after banger you've got modern love you've got china girl you've got let's dance i mean just that right there the dance floor is smoking already (laughs) so yeah and uh i know this will be a good one for family dance parties which is a big thing in my house too 18 bucks can't beat it yeah so yeah dude so i was happy to pick this one up on their new arrival shelf so guys Check out the Spectrum Record Lounge. We've gotten drinks here today. They've been fantastic. So, mixed drinks. What you, What'd you rock yeah, what'd today, you Jake?
6: Well, my two favorite things, listening to records and uh, drinking alcohol. So I, I can't <laughs> recommend this enough. And they got Deep Eddie, my friend Deep Eddie Lemon. I've had four of these. Cheers, so <laughs> Deep We're going to have Eddie. to cool it.
1: Day drink. Day drink. <laughs> day
4: drink. day <laughs> drinking okay. meter's we're, been turned
6: up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we're about to eat an insane amount of carbs. Yeah. So yep. And pile the man. day
1: drink. Yeah. <laughs> And Yeah. the then can, Yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah. For Sure, great picks, boys. Good yes, job, absolutely. absolutely. Rich, what have you Run. been slugging on here today, too?
4: Um, I am slugging on an amazing Melvin's IPA, okay? Which is a uh, Missouri. Well, I'm gonna swap it around. I like them, uh, a, 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 I believe, a Missouri brewery. I want to say it's not St. Louis, somewhere around there, but uh, okay. yeah, I've had it before, but they have it on tap here and it's fantastic.
1: This is my third one, I think. Third, okay. yeah, there you so, go. well, on yeah, the chat with Spectrum Record Lounge. Both Travis and Parker. I mentioned that I had the white zombie mixed drink down yeah, here. Yeah, I, I highly recommend zombie. that. Yeah. I'd like to have another. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but there's a limit. You can only have one per visit because it is very loaded. Yes. <laughs> so you might walk That's a little right. crooked out of here if your constitution isn't too high. But
4: yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very fantastic place to just come in and get a drink, the vibe browse is, some records. It's absolutely awesome. It's they have, awesome. I mean, even if, if you're on a low budget, like they've got plenty of deals. Yep. There were so many tapes and CDs that were yes very very affordable. You can easily walk
1: quality. out of here without breaking the bank and yeah. still getting some select picks for yeah. sure. high Definitely. quality stuff.
4: Great great people. Yeah. Like I absolutely
5: I, humble and I'm very you. very in, yep. very
4: in love with this place now. Can't wait to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been here once before It was very. It was a little busy, wasn't it, Jake? It was was a little busy. busy. Yeah, it was. It was busy busy that night. But it was later. It was like seven o'clock or something like that.
1: We've been here for nearly four hours too, it's just hard to. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Not at all. all. Got the interview and did all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Had a great time. Great time for sure.
5: i Definitely recommend it though. Get down here and check this place out and support these guys. Support their business. Support local. Yeah. And while
4: you're here, say if when you leave you want to go to another bar. There's downtown Cape Girardeau has a lot to offer. Yeah, and it's a great place.
1: Want to get a little gambling in? It's just a few, a few skips down hey, the road here. Hey, you right? want to you want, go you, go <laughs> yeah,
4: you want to go swim? Go Play the penny
1: go slots. street?
6: Um, I'm a yeah. slot man. <laughs> you look like a slot man to me. So, <laughs> slot receiver. Thank slot you all receive.
1: very much for tuning in. Once again, we can't encourage you enough to come check out the Spectrum Record Lounge down here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Yep. And there's all kinds of cool activities in the area outside of this, so you can make a day of it. We happen to run into the Cape Fair today. Yeah. But of course, as they mentioned in our interview earlier, next week on September sixteenth is going to be their anniversary. A one year yes. anniversary. So they're doing the doing it up big here with all kinds of stuff going on. They've got food trucks, they got promotions, they got contests, they got specials, they got special drink menus. So be sure to check these guys out. If you guys aren't gonna visit us at Terra Taco next week, be sure to come down here to Spectrum Record Bounds for their one-year anniversary. We thank you all for tuning in, of course. Follow Waxing On on Instagram. Stay in tune with what they're doing. Follow the ATI Podcast, The Mothership, and let's not forget about Ed Inn. Of course, Brandon Auzin. is down in Texas, and uh, he couldn't join us, but uh, we know he's here in spirit. So stay tuned to everything we got going on, and we appreciate you guys looking at, you, Brandon. Looking at us. Take care. This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports. Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses. Whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shop, we'll be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcasts. Just search ATI Podcast. We would like to thank you for your continued support. And as always, please stay safe out there.